Welcome. <laughs> this is Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast. Whoa. I am Lindsay. I'm Marley. And Seth. Trying to point and out today Colin. we're joined with our stolen droids compadre, Colin. That's me. What's up, We're so happy to have you. Today's a special episode because it's, well, I say that every episode we do. <laughs> And it's always true. But um, today we're going to do The Last of Us, but just the first half because it's a long game. The Last of Us Part 2, Part 1. Yes, The Last of Us Part 2, Part 1. Because, <laughs> like I said, it's a long game. And we know some of you haven't finished yet, us included. So, <laughs> yeah, um, we're, we're, getting it. we're getting through it. But, um it's it's a long so game. Who's going to be the Tom Holland and just start spilling all the spoilers? It's probably going to be you or Marley. Probably. Probably Colin. Marley's been you... pretty good about not spoiling it. Oh, no. Well. <laughs> Don't like to know, Colin. <laughs> so you asking that question was just foreshadowing, really. Oh. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> But oh, yeah, goodness. before we dive I in, I consider myself the Tom Holland of everything, though, really. Yeah. I, can see I read it. your journal and it says Tom Holland's journal. So <laughs> you consider yourself Tom Holland of everything. I refer to myself as Tom inside my mind. Yep. I know. Okay. Anyway, uh, anyway. Tom says before we dive into the game let's do some not a sponsors oh no we need to do announcements oh announcements announcements and we've got some doozies too so i'm glad you reminded me first announcement marley's turn 29 woohoo omt yeah technically tomorrow because yeah she turns 29 tomorrow but when this comes out she'll turn 29 on monday Yay. We're coming to you from the future. Birthday. Yay. <laughs> he um, sounds so happy. It's my birthday. <laughs> do a little birthday dance. You're so close do to 30. Yeah, do a birthday dance, Marley. I'm making a banner for myself. Dance, monkey. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's my birthday. Do you guys know what I'm quoting when I say that? No. No. Thor Ragnarok when they Children? steal no. when they steal the Grandmaster ship and they're like no. and they're like pressing buttons trying to make things like work and then like there's like a little like celebration thing that comes up and it's Jeff Goldblum and he's like it's my birthday. Oh, that's funny. I gotta rewatch Ragnarok. It's been a while. <sighs> And so they good. say I have a thing for Jeff Goldblum. It's really you. No, no it's, it's you. It's you. Because <laughs> you always deny it and then bring it up all the time. Oh, Do you guys like Jeff Goldblum? Do you think he's attractive? Okay, you no, think I'm having sex with him? Because I don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I sure don't. Uh, uh, uh. He's just ugly. <laughs> Spot on Stephanie right there. That is the conversation we've had many times. There you go, guys. That's not... Oh, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) You do a pretty solid impression of it, Mar. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that was brilliant. And uh, step number two. Yeah, go ahead. We are going to be doing a little remote con. Ooh, I think it's a big remote con. What? It's a big remote con. A big remote con. The remote cons of all remote cons. The first ever of its kind. No one. <laughs> what? What that means is September 7th through 12th, we will be doing um, little panels, little virtual panels every night um, scheduled to come, but keep an eye out. We'll be doing panels every night, kind of since we're all missing Fanex a little bit this year. 
missing the other Comic-Cons. Um, we wanted to bring a little nerdiness into your home. So keep an eye out for more updates. Um, it's also going to be a charity fundraiser for American Cancer Society. So it's for a good cause. There might be giveaways and I think it'll be bitchin'. So you should be there. Totes yes. Bitchin'. 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 <laughs> and we're, we're doing that with the, like with the whole stolen droids pod, uh, network. Yeah. So if you like call yeah. in tonight, he'll be here. He'll be there. Yeah. If you don't. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to deal with me anyways. <laughs> Perfect. Was that, was that all of our announcements? Are we good? Um, I think so. Okay. Not a sponsor time. Yay. Too much fun with those banners. <laughs> it's riveting content for our non-video listeners. <laughs> well, since. Colin is our guest. I believe he should go first for our non-sponsors. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, my non-sponsor is uh, an amazing TV show that just had its final uh, season not too long ago. Uh, Suits. Yeah. It is a uh, kind of a, a lawyer show, I guess you could say. Uh, and basically there's this guy named uh, Mike who is doing nothing with his life. Um, he ends up selling like marijuana and uh, almost gets caught, but notices some things and then runs into this like Harvard uh, law recruiting for some um, law firm, uh, pretends to be some guy, runs in, the marijuana just spills on the, on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the guy that's uh, interviewing him, Harvey Specter. Uh, <laughs> Marley's just like, he's so dreamy. <laughs> but also her cat's named after him. Oh, yeah. is he really? Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and all of her Wi-Fi passwords. <laughs> Who doesn't now she has to go change it. Yeah. <laughs> all of our listeners are going to break into Marley's Wi-Fi. <laughs> but yeah, so Harvey really likes the guy, and then uh, ends up um, basically committing fraud and uh, puts him into his law firm as an associate, uh, where he and Harvey become the crime-fighting duo together. And then the drama thickens, and it's great. Bum, yeah. Bum, bum. Well, and then Meghan Markle is in it too. Meghan Markle. She plays the love interest of Mike. It's true. And then I she has to go and get married in real life to a prince, and then ditches the show, and then it sucks after that. And I'm pretty sure the show would have kept going. Stephanie, who is Meghan Markle? She's married to Prince. She's married. <laughs> She's married to Prince Harry. Oh, you should be bowing when you say her name. Okay? <laughs> She's caused a lot of controversy in the royal family. Mm. Oh, she and in the Toots family too, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Girl, she trouble. <laughs> I've never watched Suits. So good. Uh, I ended up getting so addicted. That I watched all seven seasons within a month, month and a half. All right. Binging. Easy peasy. <laughs> all right, Miss Supernatural. Speaking of, so why don't I go next? Oh my so my not a sponsor. <laughs> of course. My not a sponsor. Um, I know I already talked about this a little bit in our um, one of our last episodes where we were talking about our fandoms. But after talking about that, it just kind of really sparked me to like want to go and rewatch Supernatural for, I don't know, it's, I've done it a couple of times, but it's been a while. Um, so I started rewatching Supernatural and I just finished season five, um, which is like one of like the best like uh, climaxes in a, in a show. Um, it's just so good, you guys. And there's just so many feels, but now I have to like, now I'm at that point in the show where like season six and seven, like I just got to get over the hump because then it just gets, it gets better, so much better again. 
So I kind of just have to power through it. But anyways, I, I love Supernatural. It's so much fun. And I actually, <laughs> the first couple of seasons, especially with like the Monster of the Week episodes, there were actually, there's actually a lot of kind of scary, spooky episodes. And I just decided, okay, I'm going to get through this. I can do it. And thank goodness because for phone games, because I seriously would just like sit and play games on my phone during the scary parts. And I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but it's just a really good show and it's so much fun. And it's just, it's nice to just like go back to like simpler times with the Winchester brothers <laughs> and just see how far they've come. And it's just, it's just so great. I'm not a fan of whenever Felicia Day comes on. Oh, oh yeah. I think that's season seven. I think it's season seven. She's coming. My sponsor is not a TV show, but it is a little YouTube miniseries. I don't know where it originated, honestly. Um, but I was scrolling through my Facebook today, and someone made a, a graphic of ants with a bunch of ants around it. And I think the only one who might catch that reference is Lindsay. Vance. Vance? Thank you, Ants. Vance. Vance. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> that makes me so happy. <laughs> well, you, what is it, Stephanie? Go back and watch a lot of them. Look around you. Oh, around you. <laughs> Hilarious. It's like a British mockumentary of like old school, 80s, horrible, um, like science, <laughs> science movies. And they just make a bunch of shit up, which is the most wonderful thing. <laughs> experiments with ants, which is why they have the thank you ants, ants. Ants. Or they do like an experiment <laughs> with ACDC. Oh yeah, they're like, this is the, the current ACDC. <laughs> and then it like plays a guitar chord. <laughs> Or they like do an experiment with boiling water and they don't have like a like a point or anything. His hand in the boiling water. It's weird, funky British humor. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's like the weirdest niche humor. And but what what is it called? Look, Look around, around you. you. Look around you. It's kind of hard to find. It, it I, there's been seasons of having a hard time finding it, but you can find if you can get your hands on it. But if you want to find full episodes, let this girl know because it's hysterical. I concur. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. It's one of those things for sure where you're like, "This is so funny," and you show it to your friends, and they're like, "It's funny, yeah," and you're like, "No." <laughs> This shit's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> Look around you. Do you see it? Water. That's like the only episode I know. And then it like zooms in on the kid's mouth. <laughs> Water. <laughs> Anyways. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> um, so I'm doing one that Stephanie actually introduced me to that I'm surprised none of you have done over the past couple weeks. Can you guess what it is? Hamilton. No. TikTok uh, banned by Trunk. Trunk? Close, but no. <laughs> uh, it is it is a uh, middle ditch and Schwartz. Oh, yay! Oh, so it's a Netflix comedy improv show with middle ditch and Schwartz. If you don't know who those are, they are the guy who played Sonic and Another guy. Wasn't he like... He was someone in something. I, I can't say I ever watched it. He's a comedian. Yeah. We're both comedians. It's just like a little improv show. And it is hysterical. Um, they just kind of, you know, do the improv thing where they talk to the audience and figure out, you know, kind of like some characters and maybe like a setting and then they come up with a story for it and it's completely on the, you know, off the cuff and it's hilarious. 
because like it's not perfect you know some of the joy of improv is when they forget you know who their characters are or where they're at you know or what they sound like <laughs> um bounty hunting is a complicated profession <laughs> um, things like that like they're just so funny and um we all need a little you know a good amount of comedy in our lives so thank you stephanie and her husband blake for showing this to our friend group it was a welcome addition into my humor repertoire it's every true time, though we've been quoting it like a lot <laughs> it's, yeah we have every time blake and i try to start a new tv show he's like should we just watch middle Ditch and schwartz again and I'm like <laughs> yeah we should <laughs> you'll have have you watched it colin I've not yet. I'm gonna have to it check. It's good out. hysterical humor. Do not watch it with a child around, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there's only three episodes, so it's not like you're like, you know, they're signing a commitment. They're yeah. supposed to have more, but COVID. Oh, freaking COVID. COVID. Well, hopefully the three that they put up are you know watched enough that they continue yeah that they can continue it's like a second season or something oh i'm sure they will yeah oh yeah okay should, should we, we dive in dive in last of us part two part one yay spoilers ahead yes dun, 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 dun. so i feel like we should have a spoiler song there might be spoilers, so you might want to turn off your podcast if you haven't played the game. But also, you knew that, so why are you even listening right now? Hey! Wow, that was so that's our spoiler song. That was amazing. <laughs> I'm very good. I don't know if you'll be able to, like, repeat that for another time. It's, it's a good thing we recorded it. <laughs> I know. Lyrics down. <laughs> I'm you in the studio. We'll auto-tunes it. <laughs> yes <laughs> I love it so we're talking about just the first half of the game okay if you didn't already pick up on that so I have a look up, we've got a little scroller down there below for you video watchers um, this is just through Seattle day three um, once you start playing the game you'll understand what that means <laughs> <laughs> but okay Last of Us Part 2 of Ellie Yes. Yeah, yes. 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 We'll get there, Colin. We'll get there. <laughs> but uh, so this is this was a very long-awaited game. We've talked about this a lot. We've been really like anxious about it and ready for it to finally come into our PlayStation hands. And I played it. I played it in its entirety the first weekend it came out. But you That's know, dedication. huh? That's some dedication. Yes. <laughs> It was a really good game, and I had to know. And also, I didn't want anything spoiled, so I was just like, power through. Anyway, so the game starts off, uh, it's actually pretty soon. Like, they do a really good job, like a good transition um, from the first game when you're Joel in the hospital in Salt Lake City, and you just saved Ellie. And the first game starts off with Joel has made it back to Jackson, where his brother Tommy is. And Tommy's like, okay, so what happened, you know? And so Joel's kind of telling him what happened and you're kind of seeing like flashback scenes and you're kind of seeing everything kind of come together and they're kind of starting to get settled again in Jackson um, to live there. And you see, I just have to talk about this scene really quick and then we'll fast forward. But you see like this cute little scene where Joel is being a cute little awkward, you know, adopted dad um, <laughs> where he like comes to Ellie's room and he's like, I have a present for you. Well, at first he's like, I had, I had a joke that I wanted to tell you. And he's like all awkward about it. And he's like, but I forgot it. And then she's like, okay, what do you, you know, what do you really want? You know? And he ends up like, um, pulling out his guitar and he sings a song that he wrote. Did he write it or is that based on? It's a song. It's based on a song. I'm pretty sure it's a, is it a Johnny Cash song? I, I don't think, know my old music very well. I think, so. it, I think it is. Yeah. I don't think it's an original, but he plays it for her. And then he gives his guitar to her and he's like, I told you I'd teach you how to play guitar. And, and then it's just this really, really sweet moment. And then we kind of fast forward three years. 
four years. Oh, it's a Pearl Jam song. Yeah, it's looking up right now. Does it fast forward three or four years? I'm like getting a break. I want to say four. Four years. Okay, thank you. Um, so yeah, then we fast forward and now like, again, like Ellie is like part of this community in Jackson and they kind of like, they all take turns going on patrols outside of the city and it kind of, you know, we're kind of set up there to find out, um, you know, kind of how they're living life now. And you see, um, you know, you kind of get introduced to some new characters. You meet, uh, you meet Jesse, um, and you meet Dina and then also some familiar faces. You get to see, <laughs> you get to see uh, Tommy and Maria again. And of course, like you'll get, you get to see, um, well, you see Joel in a minute. I don't think you see him in town, but anyways, so it just kind of is setting up the scene a little bit. Um, I don't know. What else do we want to talk about with that? I don't, I don't want to like go, like tell the whole story, but like. Well, then Joel dies. Yeah. Pretty well, brutally. Before that, though, how something we can't that. get into every detail. Okay, of okay, like, okay, okay. You guys calm down because there's a part you're missing. Yeah, I think you play as Abby. Play, yeah, I was gonna say. So you play as Abby. Like all of a sudden, you like wake up and you're a different character, and you're like, okay, who is this girl? Who are these people she's with? You have no idea, but you kind of come to find out that they're after this person this like smuggler guy and all the, and all the set, like it's pretty obvious who it is. And then she actually comes across him like, cause she gets separated from her group and she like meets Joel and Tommy. And she's like, Oh my gosh, like this is who I've been after. Again, you have like no idea like what really her motives are or anything. But then again, yeah. Fast forward to what Steph said, you come all of a sudden she's, she's killing Joel. Like she has this revenge like this, uh, this, uh, hatred. vendetta. Yeah. Thank you. And then like, yeah, very brutally, um, with, uh, with, uh, golf, golf club. club. Mm -hmm. Well, first she, she, um, he gets shotgunned in the knee. So that's pleasant. Um, <laughs> and then Ellie, and then Ellie an arrow to the knee. <laughs> and then Ellie catches up with them and, she um they like are holding her down and she's witnessing the whole thing and it's really awful and terrible um what was your guys's first reaction to that scene i expected it i, I kind of knew it was coming when he got shotgunned in the knee because i'm like oh there's no coming back from that i immediately thought they're not going to kill him right now like, oh you still have most of the game like why why would you kill our beloved joel lego right now mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. I I was kind of along those same lines too. Like I was just mad. I was like, why is this happening? And why is it happening this way? Why is this so brutal and awful? Like I literally jumped off my couch and I was just like, like I was like yelling because I was so mad. <laughs> and like, I just, oh man, it was, it was terrible. But I, I mean, I, I didn't cry. I don't know about you guys. Um, it was awful and sad, of course, but like, I didn't really cry. I was just more like, what the crap just happened? <laughs> oh, especially not knowing anything about Dina. You're just kind of like, yeah, what the hell is going on? You mean Abby? Yeah. Yeah. You said Dina. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, and then basically um, to fast forward a little bit to Seattle. So Ellie's like, okay, well, I'm going to go get these some bitches and, <laughs> and show them that they can't just kill my, you know, my, my father pretty much, you know? And so Dina is, um, you kind of come to find out, like, they're basically, like, they're together, they're girlfriends, but they're still, like, very new in their relationship, so, um, but anyways, they travel to Seattle, and they're trying to find Abby and this group of people, and they remember, they remember a few of their names, and they also, like, remember their faces, so. And they slowly they, pick off each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, even, like, this whole thing about having a vendetta and, like, you murdered my friend, so I'm going to murder 15 other people. It's just a little, like, ridiculous. Like, it is. <laughs> well, I mean, if you think about it, it's not really 15 other people because you're literally killing, you know, 600, 600. 
full a day just just tracking all these other people. Yes. It's true. It's true. And and dogs too. True. Yeah. Poor dogs. You know, that that was hard. That was a really hard part to do. But like once you actually like get attacked by a dog and they like bite off your face, you're like, okay, this dog is gonna kill me. Uh the gang is called the wolves, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And they the have WLF. Uh, they have dogs that they train to hunt out and kill people. So, I mean, they're pretty brutal. Mm -hmm. Are they German Shepherds, do you think? Uh, I think there's various mixes. Yeah, they kind of, some of them look like German oh, Shepherds. What if they had like, like little Chihuahuas, like little killer Chihuahuas? <laughs> like, I would have no problem. They had them. all of the breeds. Oh. They had like a corgi <laughs> with like a machine gun on his back. Jeez. <laughs> If I ever get a Chihuahua again, it is never going here, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Used to have a Chihuahua, and she was well, Thank you very much. Okay. I'm sorry. I did say I was kidding. Like anytime I mention a poodle, she's like, "I hate poodles so much." I didn't say that. Lindsay has strong opinions about dogs, which is funny because she doesn't have a dog. I can still have strong opinions about it. Nope. Okay. <laughs> anyway, strong opinions about some of the things. Okay. <sighs> so <laughs> we okay, so to the kind of going keeping continuing with the plot like they kind of Ellie and Dina they're exploring Seattle and like Steph said like they're kind of picking off people one by one and they're trying to find Abby's location and they still haven't found her. They don't know, um, like they keep getting little clues or they're like, oh, so-and-so will know where she is. I'll go and find them and then get them to tell me. And so they finally get like a tip that she's at the aquarium. And so she goes to the aquarium, but instead she finds Abby's two closest friends, Owen and Mel, and kills them. <laughs> and that was really, really sad too, because you find out too that like Mel um, was pregnant, you know? And, and an even bigger deal because you find out too that her girlfriend Dina was pregnant. Mm -hmm. Is pregnant. With is currently Jesse. pregnant. Yeah, with Jesse's yeah, with baby. baby. And um, how did you guys feel when you found out that Dina was pregnant? Because it sparked quite the conversation between me and my husband. <laughs> I mean, I thought like, especially because they like came all that way from Jackson, Wyoming. Um, I mean, that's quite a journey and that would be really, really hard. But I think she only, like, she's just barely realized that she's pregnant. So it's still pretty early on. Well, yeah. Doing, uh, in their travel, she found out a, a couple weeks into their travel. Yeah. Um, which I'm going through morning sickness and all that and, like, trying to hide that from Ellie, I think would be very, very difficult too. Very, very difficult. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, you're on a horse and you're not going too much further from one another. No. Yeah. Cause yeah. Ellie was very pissed when she found out. Um, which I, I get to some extent, but I also having have been a pregnant woman also get how pregnant women are treated. Like um, can sometimes be treated like they have a disability, like they shouldn't be doing things and they can't be making yeah decisions because they have another child, like another person to care. So I was up in arms. I'm like, she can still do it. Like she can make her own decisions. She knew the risk. She knows the risk. She knows what's going on. She's staying back when she needs to. She's making the right like decisions for her and it's her kid. So kind of what I didn't really take it in that direction, having never been pregnant or having a husband to even argue with about this. But the way that it kind of hit me when Dina said, oh, I think I'm pregnant, it like, it kind of struck me then. I'm like, oh, this is a game about like women's stories. Like we have these strong women characters mm -hmm. and a strong will women antagonist and women problems or women situations, I should say. Which you don't see a lot in, in video games. Even no, really don't. don't. There's <laughs> a couple like Horizon Dawn, but 
uh, even that like it's it's not like real true like human struggles it's more so like trying hey, to just a badass girl <laughs> yeah her situational struggles yeah but yeah, yeah no it really struck me and i was like good on you naughty dog good job mm -hmm. oh so true um, and that's kind of why like Ellie goes off by herself for part of the game because Dina decides, so they like find like an old movie theater and they kind of take it over and like, this is their base camp kind of thing. And D Dina decides to kind of stay there and set up camp. And also she just doesn't feel good enough yeah. to go. And so Ellie's like, okay, I'll do it, you know? And, and that's kind of, it's kind of nice, like to kind of have like that base camp because that kind of helps with the story as yeah. well. Cause they have like a, Ellie has like a place to come back to. And then also you can kind of figure out like where you're at in the game too. Um, chapter wise and everything just based off of like their locations. But um, we forgot too that kind of um, they, so when Dina and Ellie decided to go to Seattle, Tommy, Joel's brother, also, like, he, like, left without them. And they're like, really? Like, why couldn't we just all go together? <laughs> but Tommy's like, no, I'll take care of this. And he just ditches them. And so there are also, once they're in Seattle, they're trying to find Tommy. And they hear over, they, like, find a radio in this old movie theater. And they, like, find that, like, there's this lone um, male trespasser and he's killing lots of people. And the whole time you're thinking it's Tommy, yeah. but when you finally like catch up with this guy, it's Jesse. And you had no idea that like Jesse was also following you to Seattle from Jackson. So that was kind of an interesting dynamic too, to all of a sudden bring in Jesse. And then he doesn't know that Dean is pregnant either. Yeah, um, he, fi he finds out. But that's cool because he dies. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and it's actually really sad because it like, is really sad. We get we finally get Jesse and like him and Ellie go off and like do some like stuff together. And you're like, hey, this is actually like I really like this dynamic. Jesse is a great NPC partner. Um, he actually like holds his own in a fight. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel like Dina was okay. <laughs> Yeah. But, and then all of a sudden, like, he gets shot in the head by none other than Abby. Yeah. Freaking Abby. Well, and, like, leading up to that, too, like, just, just within, you know, moments of him being just completely shot in the face, like, you have this, like, light lapping moment between mm -hmm. him and Ellie and then literally open the door, poof, yeah, yeah that, pretty tragic. That was horrifying. Well, especially, are you sure, Stephanie? You didn't seem was. affected by it earlier. <laughs> it is, but it like it's like a little bit of conflict because Dina's pregnant, and what is it? What's going to happen? Is she going to get back together with Jesse? Well, you don't get to make that decision because he's dead. Like it's like, let me introduce uh -huh. this conflict, and then <sighs> I know well, over there now. You you don't get. Um, you don't get a reaction from Ellie about it either. It, oh yeah, you really don't. It's it's just because like, it goes straight into like and why you killed Joel, but and then nothing about Jesse. Yeah, that is true. It's um, very clear from like that point, and even when Abby kills Joel, and then Ellie goes off to kill all her friends. They're foils of one each other. Like they're the same character. With they're they're not the same character, but they have very similar feelings, mm -hmm. very similar missions, very similar um, paths, and it's just for different reasons. For the same, well, for the same reasons, but for different reasons. Like they're just different foils sides of the same reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that's you know that leading this all goes right into like one of the biggest spoilers of the game that I think a lot of people weren't expecting was right after that scene where Abby catches up with you at the movie theater and kills Jesse and has like you at a standstill and, and like, and then all of a sudden, like the screen goes black and you switch over and now you're playing as Abby. And I just, I, I didn't, ex I didn't expect it. Like you played Abby like a tiny bit at the beginning of the game. 
but I didn't expect to play her anymore. But all of a sudden the whole, you know, we're, we're now playing as her and now we're seeing her side of the story. And it really, it really provides an interesting perspective. And it's kind of, it was hard for me at first, you know, because I was like, well, Ellie and yeah. Joel, they're, yeah. their life. I love them. You know, they're, they're awesome. And no, you know, like it was very hard at first, but I don't know. I think, well, and you guys may feel, you know, you'll have to, once we do our second part of this episode and talk about it, once we finish the game, like, I'm really interested to hear what you guys feel about Abby, even like afterwards. Cause like my, my thought, even, even like way after the game and I've had time to like process and even like play it with you guys and kind of talk about it. My feelings have changed about Abby and her story. So it's just, it's this game. It like really just like makes you like, really just like think about these things it's really interesting mm. well that's true too it's like the original left of us too it presents a huge moral dilemma with ellie being the cure and is it worth killing the one to help the many mm-hmm. and then it's coming up on another moral dilemma with is it worth killing a bunch of shit ton of people to avenge someone that you love dearly yeah which it sounds like, you know, Ellie was starting to get to the point where it wasn't, you know, in, in that last conversation with, with her, Tommy and Jesse, it's, you know, do we just pull back? Do we forget about Abby and just yeah. go home? Is it? Well, I think it? after she killed Mel, especially, she probably had a lot of difficulty in realization of like, Mm-hmm. This is getting a little out of hand. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it hits home, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here her girlfriend is pregnant, and she just killed the woman and, and her soon-to-be baby. And Exactly. Like, I know. I think you would not sit well with a person. You start realizing that everyone has, like, lives that you don't know about. Yeah. I think... um it leaves a lot of room for grayness of humanity. Everyone wants a good guy and a bad guy. They want like, they want, and to have the offset of like living in a time of zombies where obviously they're the bad, they're going to kill you. It's, it's them eat you or you kill them. But then to have this offset by humanity where people aren't mm-hmm. just bad. They're yeah. not just a shell that you can kill like a zombie is. They have a life. They have friends and family. Right. And a lot of zombie games and movies, like, there's the cannibals. You know, there's the people who are obviously despicable or, you know, doing things that are horrible. And they're, you know, they're the obvious villains. But that's not the case here. Mm-mm. Well, and I think it also um, brings this point home, too, because there's a few flashbacks with Ellie and Joel where Ellie actually confronts Joel about what happened at the hospital. And. That, oh yes. That big reveal. Yeah. That, oh, she knows. Yeah. She knows. What he did and why he did it. And she was, she was pissed. Yeah. In a way he didn't ask for her consent to do that. He just made the decision. And of course he was doing what he thought was right, but without asking Ellie, it, it wasn't her decision. Well, well, I think it's it's also wrong that the Fireflies didn't ask her. Oh, yeah. Under and they just like okay, she's gonna be dead, you know. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, she's willing to kill people, but how? But is she willing to go that far? Is she willing to make the ultimate sacrifice to help people? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we'd all like to say we are, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) again, they didn't give her the chance. Yeah. Well, and back to that flashback that you're talking about, Steph, um, because that actually takes place in Salt Lake City. Ellie goes back to Salt Lake City years later to, like, to that hospital to, like, look for answers, and Joel follows her, and he, he actually sacrifices his relationship with Ellie by finally telling her the truth, because he, she basically was like, okay, you're gonna tell me the truth, but, like, just so you know, like I, when we go back to Jackson, like 
we're done. And I think that was like the first moment I cried in the game, probably just like a little bit because I was like, no, like this is not how it's supposed to be. Cause we also didn't really like, we didn't really know too much. Like at the beginning of the game, when you're like in the present day, you know that there's some sort of riff going on between you and Joel and you don't really know what, why and what happened. But because then all of a sudden when you start seeing these flashbacks, you get to see these really cute moments with Joel and like the dinosaur museum with this. And then like, you know, that was a really good scene. And then slowly she kind of starts to confront him and be like, no, you need to, you know, I, I really need to know what happened, you know? And then that's ultimately what ruined their relationship. It's really sad. <laughs> hmm. But it gives you a lot of feels. Mm -hmm. It makes you think a lot. I'm excited to see what happens in the rest of the game. Um, I am. Yeah. Mary <laughs> is melting over there for some reason. Uh, uh, we don't know why yet, but I'm like only three quarters of the way through the game. And I'm dying to know what's going to happen next. Especially um, with Ellie and Joel via flashbacks and such now i really just want to know where you're at <laughs> oh, we'll talk about she, it after yeah i was gonna say she's right before you where you are colin but um okay well let's talk about let's talk about gameplay a little bit so between last of us part or the first game and this one i i noticed a huge, like yes the button mapping was very similar but they made some really good improvements did you guys notice that yeah they definitely tweaked it and it's very easy to learn very easy mm -hmm. to play i like it well and they have like aim assist which i'm always for <laughs> <laughs> um and also i like the aspect of even having like an easier easier playing level and that's totally what i played the first time through <laughs> was the very easiest yeah i think i'm i think i'm doing the step above that just because i want to get through the game i want to mm -hmm. enjoy the storyline like mm -hmm. I, I rarely have time to play games as is. And so being able to just get quick through the storyline and not have to deal with the higher difficulty modes. Yeah. <laughs> and even exactly. that, I, I think the game's still super challenging. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I really hate times that I've died and, and had to go back and respawn. Mm -hmm. I really hate the horseback riding. In fact, <laughs> I just hate um, like traveling when you have to drive something. It's not, I for me, it's just not intuitive. And not to mention with um, the assist on, riding the horse is so frustrating because you try to look someplace and it redirects you over and over again. I think it's mm -hmm. a lot easier than a lot of other games like Red for Dead. I feel like that riding on horses is just <laughs> way more difficult than, than this is. Yeah. I... Transportation in games, I think it's just bad. <laughs> Give me fast travel, please. Marley's or just like, walk. a noob, Colin. <laughs> you can't ride a simple horse in a game. <laughs> no, it, it's my thing for, for me, it's it's just, it's different. And like, because I'm so used to uh, controlling a horse in Red Dead. And then all of a sudden to go to like this one. And well, and actually just the buttons in general, like, because in Red Dead, to go faster, you press X a lot, okay? In this game, X is jump. <laughs> so there were so many times where I was being, like, attacked by, like, runners or even just other humans, and I kept trying to, like, run from them, and I would keep pressing X, and it was just really frustrating to, like, switch over and, like, hey, this is this game, these are the controls, and um i mean i feel like that's the case with any game that you do you know you gotta like relearn the yeah. buttons well and that's um, every time i'm against a bloater <laughs> yeah. i'm supposed to use to freaking run from the guy and then all of a sudden i'm smashed because i decided to jump. yeah oh yeah i i do really like the aspect of like the upgrades for ellie um, she has a lot of really good um, upgrades, like just to, like her combat, her stealth. Um, I don't even remember all the names of the different categories, but there's there's a lot, and you can and you unlock yeah, and you unlock them as you go, and that's really nice. Um, 
And then also, you of course, you get the same weapon upgrades. You out, you find the workbench, and you're like, yay! Um, it's always a good time. But except for that one, there's that one workbench. Oh, that's a jump scare. That's a jump. Yes. And yeah, that was not cool. Uh, I'm not gonna say where because if you're gonna, if there's our listeners, if you're still kind of in those, I shot that guy. <laughs> So many times. Uh, I was so mad. I was like, how dare they do this to me? <laughs> it's, a, it's a good jump scare. So it's don't don't be worried about it. <laughs> you know me, I'm all about the melee weapons. So being able to upgrade those are bitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Abby has a way better gun set. No, don't. No. don't. Call Abby it. also like has so such good combat, like man to man. Just combat her default set. gun. Not not saying anything else. Just her default gun is way cooler. It's true. That is very true. She is and it a block mystery. When you when you get into the second <laughs> half of the game and you're playing as Abby, you're gonna quickly find out that like her combat skills and weapons and everything is very different than Ellie's and it's in a good way. So it's kind of fun to be able to play, not only see those two different girls, um, their perspectives, but to also just play two different people because it is very different. Um, but it's good. It's good. Different. Um, I, let's see. I really like all the the letters that you find throughout the game too, mm-hmm. because it really gets you into the mindset of just just the random people mm-hmm. um, that are being affected too. And like you can see Ellie's reaction as as you're reading these two, um, and you know what she's thinking and and kind mm-hmm. of developing that as well. And I I mean it's it's the little things like, or not even little, but like. Would would you actually tell someone if you got bitten, or would you spend the most normal time you can that you have left with them, and then have them find you as an infected? Right. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I think you brought up a really good point, Colin. Like the lore that they scattered throughout the world is purposeful, and it's. Yeah it really sets the scene. Um, like I found, I found like a couple, you know, that were like related to each other, like a couple Mm -hmm. that got separated. One went for meds, one had the gun stuff and you know, they were trying to meet up, but neither of them made it, you know, stuff like that. And then you also learn a lot about Isaac, who Mm. is the king of the WLF and, we don't know much about him yet, but um, he's a terrible person. <laughs> yeah, all you all you really know about him at this point in the game is that he used to be like just one of the military guys that originally like took over Seattle and like uh, Phaedra, like the federal something something. I don't even know, but. Kind of like how in the very beginning of the first game when you're Joel and you wake up and you're in Boston and how it's kind of controlled by the military people. It's kind of like that in Seattle. So like Isaac was one of those people and he overtook the government basically and created this new faction, the WLF. So it's kind of interesting to like, you get to kind of see through the series of notes and letters that how he, like his progression of rebelling and mm-hmm. taking over like that revolution, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. You, you've got the, the formation of, of religious cults, right. With, oh, the, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know, when, when Ellie comes across, you know, a bunch of people being sacrificed. Because uh, mm-hmm. apparently that's just what you do. Yeah. Uh, Yikes. Like, it's just, insane and i mean you see these these little letters about um you know the seraphites and their prophet and oh yeah like she will lead the way and like she's the light or stuff like that yeah Yeah. these people are just completely confused and and (laughs) lost in that yeah and this is a this is the separate faction so yeah you come into seattle and there's these two separate like feuding factions and you kind of get caught in the crossfire a little bit. <laughs> but um, did, did you guys catch some of the Easter eggs? Um, 
for example, when, when you're in D Seattle day one and you and Dina are exploring and you go into the bank in one of the safety deposit boxes and you find, uh, a, ring, and you find a ring. Yeah, I love that. That was my favorite Easter egg so far. Yeah. You know what, what I'm talking about, Colin? I don't think so. So they find they find a ring in a safety deposit box and it has like lettering on it and it's the same ring from it's Francis Drake's ring from Uncharted. Uncharted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um throughout awesome. you'll find PlayStation ones and the ruins of everything. Mm -hmm. PlayStation Vita. <laughs> yeah. And like some games kind of scattered around and stuff. So that that's kind of fun. And I think we have to talk about the aesthetic. Ooh, because yeah. it's a gorgeous game mm -hmm. and um like the the way that they mix the um the concrete jungle with like the intercoming forest is just really beautiful the way they do it yeah it's true even um, from the first scene of the game when when joel's back at um the fireflies base just the instant difference between the game's graphics is just insane Mm -hmm. I watched um, a side-by-side -side comparison of of those of some of those scenes because um, some of them cross over. Mm -hmm. It's crazy just to see that little difference. I'm gonna have to look that up because yeah. I bet it's it, you know the graphics in this game leave nothing if not very little to be desired. Yeah, mm -hmm. they even make Ellie look less like Ellen Page as she gets older. <laughs> she still sounds like Ellen Page. Her name's still Ellie. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> that uh, that old man's uh, weed farm. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> Jackson, or or just outside Jackson. Uh -huh. Oh, that was hilarious. That was yeah. great. That that and you're just like, oh, this is why he was gone all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a part where you're swimming through the ocean, too, that's really pretty. And yeah. the water graphics, which are some of the worst graphics. Like, even on some of the most amazingly, amazingly beautiful games, sometimes the water graphics can be really bad. And they just, like, repeat patterns instead of putting in the effort to make it look realistic. They did a really good job with it. Yeah, mm -hmm. For sure. And, uh, over, over to the aquarium. Yeah. Uh, it's to just in that moment, like I kept getting bashed. I kept mm -hmm. getting bashed by the water. And I was just like, son of a gun. If only I could <laughs> think of a logical way not to get bashed by this water. And I was like, duh, I can dive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, and that's the thing, too, is in this game, Ellie can swim. <laughs> Finally. I was so happy to see she learned how to swim. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Even though, like, every time they, like, jump into the water and they have, like, all their backpack and gear on, and I'm just like, everything is no. wet. No. <laughs> like, now your gun's not going to fire properly. <laughs> no kidding. Guns uh, don't fire underwater. <laughs> Uh, harpoons do <laughs> oh goodness oh man this game it's it's so good like I want to talk more and more about it but but, uh, well, but I won't. you just don't want to put the controller down right mm -hmm. like, <laughs> because uh, Marley told me day three I was like okay keep going and I didn't realize I was on day three already Oh. <laughs> and so I just kept going and I literally played for seven hours straight. <laughs> right? I just, I just like hunkering down, going, going, going. And then I found out I'm way further than that. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time you're like sitting there and you're like, the things I do for this podcast. Like, <laughs> 85-80% of the way done. <laughs> I know. I should have told you. I should have like been like, you're only about like an hour away from the point where like <laughs> where we wanted to talk about today. Yeah. I was like, you're not, you're very close, like about an hour, maybe. <laughs> 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally oh, yes. minutes. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Well, well yeah. just knowing. Well, real quick. So the first half of the game. Well, I guess. Are, were you wanting to do ratings stuff? Is that I what you wanted? 
I was going to do thumbs up, thumbs down. Are we going to play the rest? <laughs> yeah. Well, cause my question was like, what do you, do you guys like, like just even just where, you know, from the first half, like, do you like the game? You know, I just, that's just what I was going to ask. I love every second of it. Yeah. I'm enjoying the hell out of it, but I will say I started to lose momentum at the halfway mark, but I continued playing and I've picked up that momentum tenfold. What about you, Steph? I'm enjoying it. I don't do good well with jump scares. Um, so I'm always like anticipating jump scares, <laughs> but it's been good. <laughs> I think you scare yourself more that way. I, I really do. What was that, Colin? So you absolutely hate stalkers then? Yes. I don't know if I've gotten to a ton of, I don't, Oh, I have, yeah. A little no, bit, yeah. I just no. them. I think I just run up. Like, I'm not good at stealth at all because I don't want to jump there. So I just run up, and instead of, like, even shooting them, I just kind of beat them with my hammer or whatever melee weapon I have. <laughs> my, my favorite tactic to take on stalkers is you back yourself into a corner, shoot once to attract, like to make noise and attract them and then have them come to you. And as they start coming, just shotgun, bam, bam, bam. Oh yeah. <laughs> Very effective. <laughs> I do a mixture of the two of yours. I start and I'm like, okay, we're going to do the corner thing. And then I get impatient and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to run. And then I run and shoot them as I like go past them. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love this game. Like I, even just like when I got to the first half and like, even though I was really curious, like kind of, kind of um, mad, but also just really curious about what was going to happen as like playing as Abby, I still like, I'm like, I'm, I'm keeping going. Like I'm in this, you know, like there's no way I'm going to stop. Um, so that was definitely my thinking. And especially cause I'm like, Okay, who is this Abby girl? Like, why is it so important that we need to see her perspective now? You know, so it's very, it's very intriguing. Like, even it, the thing about this game is that even if there are parts of it that you hate, you can still appreciate like how well done it is, though. Like, you can still like see like what the, st the story, um, the writers, that's what they're called. <laughs> the writers were trying to accomplish by doing it th this way. So, <sighs> and, and I think too, the writers knew that it's it's very important for this game to succeed, right? The mm -hmm. stories that it's telling are very, very important. And so going in and diving into these things um, is very crazy. And my child is... Oh. <gasps> Hello! Oh. Um, and so when you come and you dive into um, this story, um, you know, you, you realize that the delays that they had throughout production, I'm totally okay with. Like them pushing it back, whatever it was, six, seven, eight times. Totally oh. Fine. oh, yeah. I think it was well worth the wait. Yeah, me too. I have enjoyed it. I'm ready to play more. So I think that's a thumbs up from each of us, is it? Thumbs up. We'll play more. Yay! I'll thumbs play up. it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, buddy. Oh. Well, thank you so much, Colin, for being on our podcast today. Yeah. Thanks, Colin. Okay. Was, that, was, that a, was that a pointer or was that a middle finger? I, I think it was a pointer. I don't okay. Know. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Say goodnight, Jet. Nope. Good <laughs> well, we would love to hear what you guys think um, about this game so far. Like, even if you're only um, halfway through the game or you just started or wherever you may be, like, we want to hear what you have to say about it. So if you have any feedback, um, you can email us, um, cutsinsandcupcakes at gmail.com. It's down there. Find us on our social meds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Instagram, Twitter, Sphere, Facebook, Facebook, all the places. Yeah, mm -hmm. all the places. In the meantime, okay. grab a go friend. grab a friend, <laughs> eat some cupcakes, 
and This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.